0: Panther Nation. I'm editor in chief Abby Carter, and this is the first episode from the Panther Pit of the 21-22 school year. We are recapping what's been happening in fall sports in the months of August and September. Starting us off, we have staff writer sophomore Maya McCullum, who's been covering cross country.
1: So, what's been happening in cross country, Maya? Um, their last race was actually at Wingfoot in the Stars Mill. Boys placed 10 in the championship 5K, and the girls placed 19th. Uh, At Bob Blaster, they got second place overall, and at Carrollton, Allison Moore placed third in the 500-meter run. And here's the interview from Maya McCollum and Coach Rock.
2: Alright, so what has happened so far in the cross-country season? So far this season, we've had several meets where we've been competing against other teams that we're going to be running against the state, so we have a pretty good indication of how we stand with them. Um, our, both our boys and our girls have a still have a shot at making podium, especially our boys. Um, toughest competition, Blessed Trinity, St. Pius, Decatur, those are the teams that we're competing against every year for those podium spots.
1: And is there any players that have stuck out to you?
2: Yeah, there are lots. Um, our top runner for the boys is Garrett Jones. Um, he's been leading the pack all season. Um, and then behind him, we have a um, another strong group. We've got Ethan Aguilera. We've got Benson Roach. We've got um, Denver Oates. We have... Um, um, all of our other top boys that are there for the girls, um, Blakely Wingo, Emma Wright, um, Ava Nelson, Kate Hamilton. Um, we do have an eighth grader this year that has had the top time for all of our meets. Um, we will not be able to use her on running varsity this year, but we look forward to see what she can do with us next year. And what is, what is their plan for cross country in the future? For our next few races, okay. So for our next few races this weekend, we have um, we're running with um, a meet that Alexander High School hosts called Asics, and it was we ran on that for the first time last year. It's a new loop with running, but the same location as last year. So we're anxious to see what that course is going to look like, and then we have um, one other meet in our regular season on a similar course to what we ran at the beginning of the season, which is always a fast course. And then October 23rd is our region meet. So that'll be the end of the season for most of our runners. And then our top 12 girls and top 12 boys will continue running and we'll run at state on November the 6th. So what's coming up next for cross country?
1: The team's next race will be at Chattahoochee Hills Evening Center in Fairburn, Georgia on October 2nd.
0: Thank you so much. Up next, we have JV Volleyball staff writer, sophomore Cecily Schaber. So that's been happening through the JV Volleyball season.
1: So the JV Volleyball team has a steady overall record of 8-9, and nine, as well as a 3-3 three three region record. The Lady Panthers' most recent game was on September 28th against Landmark, who won 3-0. All right, thank you so much for coming and talking today, yeah, Cecily. Of Next up,
0: we have varsity volleyball staff writer, sophomore Adeline Harper. So what's been going on in the volleyball season so far? The team has only played two matches this week, both against
3: region opponents. They traveled to Northside Tuesday night and defeated Harris County 2-0, but they lost to Northside 2-0. The team is now fourth in the region. And what's up next for them in region play? Whitewater and Northside are tied at 5-1 in region play. McIntosh is third at 4-2. Teams have completed region play and now prepare for the region tournament that begins on October 12th. Stars Mill finishes the regular season next week with with home matches on October 5th and October 7th. And I talked with Coach Flowers regarding key players, how the team has improved throughout the season, and getting ready for the postseason. Here's what he had to say. It's like, what are your plans for postseason and moving forward?
4: Well, uh, we just finished regional play last night, and it looks like we're the number four seed going into the tournament, so that puts us in a pretty good spot. Um, We're just going to continue to work on the same things we've been working on, um, getting better on defense and um, running a quicker offense. Those are the two things that we've uh, seen that are, uh, in the games that we've struggled in, those are the two places that we struggle, so hopefully if we can focus on those, we have uh, four matches uh, or five actually between now and the start of the tournament so i would give us some time to work on those things
3: that's awesome are there like any uh specific players that have really shined this season with uh Varsity?
4: i think nicole smith has done a great job she's uh, leading mm-hmm. the team in kills and also in service aces um grace rampassoon has done a great job she's our senior setter um, so she runs the offense and um has done a great job stepping into – because she hasn't played center before, so this is a new position for her, but she's done a great job with that. Um, Defensively, it's kind of been a team effort. We've uh, had sickness. We've had injury. We've had a bunch of things, so a bunch of different people have played um, in in our defense. But, um, you know, overall, um, I would say those two have probably been the um, top two players that have stepped up.
3: That's cool. Yeah, Nicole Smith, uh, definitely – that's really – that's pretty awesome. I don't play volleyball, but the mm-hmm. amount of kills that she's gotten is yeah. pretty cool. Is there anybody else that's, like, close to getting what she has on our team?
4: No. No? No, because she, she being a four-year starter, too, that helps with, you know, the final totals. But, um, you know, everybody everybody else is, is chasing, including her sister, um, Carrie, who's um, not too far behind. She's, she's still got two more years after this one, so she'll have a lot of time to maybe catch her. So.
3: hmm and uh just how did uh the game with because uh, i wasn't there the really the real big one with Macintosh and griffin how did that go
4: um well with griffin we won um pretty easily um against Macintosh it was um we played great in the first set we were actually ahead um towards the end um you know games are 25 and we were ahead uh 23 21 i believe and um, just made a couple errors right there at the end um, that kept us from winning the first set and then we struggled. Um, I think the, the disappointment of losing the first set. We definitely struggled in the second one. But uh, hopefully, we'll have another opportunity in the tournament to, to play them again and, and have another opportunity to win.
3: Mm-hmm. From the very first game of this year to like now, what is what's been the biggest uh,
4: growth? Um, I think the biggest growth is just the team as a whole um, working together. Um, we, you know, we had a lot of great. Um, individual players but that hadn't necessarily played in the positions they're in yet um, a lot of people were were playing in a different spot than they played last year or we had new new players who were new to the team so I think where we're at um, now compared to then um, is just in our communication and our ability to to kind of know where each other is on the court so um, you know teamwork and communication have definitely improved since then
0: Next up, we have JV Tier staff writer, Senior Mackenzie Jaddick. So, what's been getting started for the JV Tier team?
5: Well, they started, they opened up their team to eighth graders. So, majority of the JV cheer team is eighth graders. They have about eight, and they only have a team of 11 or 12. So, not many um, high schoolers on that team. And they also have a new coach from Whitewater. She just transferred. Uh, she coached varsity at Whitewater, and now she's coaching Mill JV. And how have they been doing with getting their competition started? They competed at Stars Mill as their first competition, and they placed second behind Macintosh, but they hit all their stunts and did all their tumbling. So uh, even though placing second, they did really well. And they competed again at Troop County High School, and they placed first but did not compete against anyone, but they had a music mishap, so their music stopped in the middle of their routine and restarted. So they ended up just cutting the music and had the crowd count for them while they continued the rest of the routine. That is so cool. Next up, we are
0: bringing in Varsity Cheer staff writer, sophomore Matea Petrova. What's been happening um, with, to the start of their competition season?
1: Well, for this season so far, the Varsity Cheer team has performed in one of our home competitions against five other schools. And they, play, they could not place this game, but they would have placed third behind McIntosh and Whitewater. Our stars Mill Panthers competed again at Troop and placed second behind Whitewater again.
0: And how's the team been coming together as a group?
1: The team has had a lot of injuries this season, but they're slowly recovering from it. The team is remaining positive with all the injuries happening with all the girls, and they're hoping that they can place top six in the state competitions, and they only have eight weeks to prepare
0: for. It. All right, thank you so much for coming in and talking with me, Matea. All right, next up, we have JV softball staff writer, freshman Micah Freeman. How's the JV team been doing this year? The JV team won their first game, and Mitchell Little said, that's really all the detail you need to know. Since it's a newer team playing girls with experience, they have some progress to do. But that being said, they won against Fayette Tuesday, winning 12-1. to And how's the team bonded this season? They have grown closer together and haven't let the score affect their fun. Alright, thank you so much for talking with me today. Varsity softball editor senior Jocelyn Weber. So how's has uh, the start and season been going to softball?
1: So they started out really strong in the region, being 2-0, but up until they played at Northgate and Whitewater, that's when they really started struggling. They were just unable to combat against the good hitting and pitching from the other teams, and they also had those little small mistakes that eventually snowballed into bigger errors that they later had to you know correct as the season went on. But in the end, after around the end of August, they regained their lead after their region win against Northside. Um, in that same game, senior pitcher Lily Backus beat the school record for career strikeouts. Previously, it was uh, 692 strikeouts, and Lily Backus beat it that night with 693. They also had senior night. They also had senior night on September 28th at their game against Griffin. Heard that went great. So that's really all
0: they've been doing up until now. And here is Jocelyn Weber's interview with
1: softball head coach Peyton Dean. So uh, what have you guys been doing in your season from like the very beginning up until now? Um, I guess f- focusing
6: on little things now. We're in the we were getting the bulk of everything put in, and now we're, you know, finding it down, fine-tuning it to get ready to go into playoffs um, in region tournament. Right.
1: Uh, what are some players that have, like, stood out to you that season like, leadership or achievements or anything like that?
6: Um, leadership would be Kayla and um, She doesn't speak too much as far as leadership, but is, act- you know, leading through actions yeah. type. And then um, Lily's getting it down on the field, keeping us in ball ballgames um, from the circle and then you know we got basically all of our seniors um right. get, you know passing it back and then we got a junior that you know exemplifies you know ex- executing doing your job at emily and kina
1: um, to be able to turn over the lineup at the top right that's great
5: um what
1: do you guys like getting prepared for in the future what do you have to look forward to like future games goals and important and what are you doing to like prepare for that
6: Finish out this week um, is getting us ready to go into region tournament next week. Okay, and then, um, yeah, you can't look too far ahead because mm-hmm. you're getting points in season where, you know, one game, one game only, and then you can't look, like I said, too far ahead. Yeah. Um, so we're, you know, getting through this week, focusing on our region tournament, and then we'll get to region tournament and then focus on who we got next in playoffs. So, what's up next for the Lady Panthers?
1: Well, they've been using these past few region games against Harris County and Northside and McIntosh and all them to prepare for their upcoming Round 1 Region Tournament on October 5th. Uh, they play it this Tuesday. Um, I believe who they play against is still to be determined, and where it's at is still to be t- determined as well. Great.
0: Thank you so much for coming in and talking with me today. Of course. All right. So next up, we're going to be getting into football. Starting us off is JV football staff writer, sophomore Dylan Bayer. So what's been going on in the JV football
5: Stars Mill JV football team has played three games so far this year. The Panthers started the year with a loss, but bounced back and won two straight games, which moved them to 2-1 and one on the year. With their only loss coming from Sandy Creek, the JV team overall has played very well. The team has played well-rounded football and found success running the ball and great ability to move the ball down the field. Defensive players have been playing smart and used different defensive fronts to collapse the offensive lines.
0: Thank you so much for coming in and talking with us today, Dylan.
5: No problem.
0: Off today, I'm going to be discussing varsity football. They had To start off the season, they had a scrimmage at Marys County High School. That school won the playoffs for the 2021 football season, so it was great practice for Stars Mill, but they didn't lose to Morris. Starting strong against Newton High School at the first-ever Kickoff Classic. Final score, 28-14. Then they had a huge blowout against Mount Zion, winning 53-0. But then they started to get overconfident and lost 21-14 against Union Grove, followed by a loss of 37-16 against Sandy Creek. Starsville has faced four different outcomes going into the region season, but before the first region game, they had a bye week of football and really turned the tables at last week's game a familiar start smell came out at Harris County, stealing the night, winning 42-20. From talking with some players and coaches after the game, their team is definitely filled with some younger players this year, so it took them a while to adjust, but with more playing time and competitive practices, their, player are, their players are battle-tested and ready to kick off to a new season. Here's a quick recap of last week's game from head coach Chad Phillips.
7: We finally played up to our capabilities a little bit. And just proud of the boys. They kept plugging away. They kept working hard. You know, what we asked them to do, all the position meetings, all the film study, all the early morning and afternoons. And, you know, eventually, if you keep doing that, it's going to pay off for you. And we, we played by far our best game of the season, by far.
0: And what was something that y'all really focused on doing differently compared to last week that you wanted to instill with them?
7: Well, it's not anything we did different. It's that... Just we, we just kind of kept harping on fundamentals and blocking rules and pad level and competitive practices and creating game situations and and it's just we had a great open week practice and then this past week was really good I think and the cool weather probably had something to do with it too
0: <laughs> and which people have you seen like make tremendous strides from the beginning going into region Evan
7: Bartak is playing very well is coming on. Bo Walker made a big play, big pick, interception. Uh, Ethan Bramlett's coming on. as a 10th grader. Evan's a 9th grader. Big Dre up front. Dre is doing a great job in the backfield. Logan, you know, was getting half the reps at quarterback. Yards is playing running back, quarterback, cor- cornerback, and playing everywhere. And it's just a total team effort. If we're going to be successful, it's going to have to be that
0: way. And looking forward to next week, what are some things that you want to keep consistent and what are some things you'd like to make just a little changes?
7: Well, we got to fix some special teams snafus. And um, we got to keep the competitive fast practices that we have. And uh, we've, we've, we've kind of changed our mindset a little bit as far as some of our practice periods and just the way we approach Monday through Wednesday, really.
0: A home game this Friday against Northgate High School. For further sports updates and news, check out www.theprowlernews.org with news stories posted every day. And follow SMHS Prowler on Instagram and Twitter for more.